And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much once again, John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial, the one and only. And uh, he can, uh, you can write him, send him your fan mail at david at thedavidbowers.com and just put John Bon Jovial in the subject line. That's, and that's be because I'm not worthy of my own email address at the thedavidbowers.com. Well, hey, there's nothing stopping you from getting your own email. I think you I should mean, talk you know, to the assistant, uh, to the system administrator. I mean, it, it, he's the one that's responsible for doing it. We can it. do that. We can do that. You've yeah. never voiced the opinion that you wanted your own mailbox before, but we can do that quite easily. I will talk to him, and we will get that set up. Yeah, but will now, he listen to you? Show? He, will he listen? That's the whole thing. Yes, yes, go on with the well, show. I don't know what you're stalling that's for. That's another question. That's nonsense that's about John Bon Jovial's email. I think what we have to do is we have to welcome the people to the David Bowers Awards, the only show that is always an award show. And I think we should get right down to what we do best, and that is the best new indie music. Here's a lady who was with us a couple of years back. She's got a newer album out now, and we're going to play the title cut of it right now. Diana Rain, this is Queen of My Castle. Sugar, drink all my wine, stop 
I'm David. I'm Howard with, with the, the Bellamy, Bellamy Brothers. Brothers on the David Bowers Awards. Why, thank you so much, guys. Nice to hear from you. We haven't had them on the show for a while. We'll have to get them back here. Yeah, I think it's soon. high time Ladies we got them, them back here in a hurry. I agree. Yes, yeah. that was Diana Rain. song is Queen of My Castle. It's the title track of her latest album, and uh, she's going to bring her sultry, powerful vocals back to the show here in the not-too-far-distant future. That's kind of a touch of Emmy Lou and maybe Bonnie Raitt. That's it. She's got some Bonnie Raitt in her style there, but whatever. She's becoming a quintessential blues musician, singer, songwriter, and uh, I think you'll like the music from her new album. She's going to be back here, I don't know, in a couple of weeks. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but she'll be rejoining us. John Bon Jovial, uh, you guys just dodged a major bullet down there from uh, from a cat named Dorian. How are things in Florida? Well, things are a lot better here in Florida. Now, I, I will tell you that, well, before we get to Hurricane Dorian, uh, I just want to touch on uh, Diana Rain for a second. Nice, just basic three-chord blues song. Uh, you know, you can tap, yes. you tap your toes to it. It has just enough rock and roll, just enough blues, and a little touch of rockabilly. So yeah, yeah that that, yeah, that song yeah. that song is uh, that gets the much coveted and sought after John Bon Jovial seal of approval. Bada boom! All bada, right, bada boom! <laughs> yeah, Hurricane yeah, Dorian. Absolutely. You know, and as of this recording, uh, Hurricane Dorian is still hovering uh, over the Bahamas, although it has moved a little bit to the north. It's just, it's, it's kind of like the snowbirds that come to Florida and come to Arizona. It, it moves at one mile an hour. It can't decide which lane it's going to be in, and it doesn't know which direction or where to turn. So, <laughs> but, uh, I love the analogy. That yeah, I, I, I tell you what, though, uh, in, in all sincerity, yes, we, we, are so so blessed not to are not to be hit by this hurricane i feel so badly for the poor people in the bahamas 
uh, prayers have oh, got to go so out for them. Terrible. Having gone through uh, Hurricane Irma two years ago, as we did, and Naples, where I live, took a direct hit from that, I understand the devastation and what can happen in the in the, just the sheer utter inconvenience of a hurricane. Never mind the injuries and any associated deaths that might be with it. It's just an awful thing to do. It really is it's a horrible thing to go through. So yeah, we. Uh, we didn't have to make it through the storm because the storm ain't heading our way, and we're really lucky. No, it's uh, doing a little bit off the uh, off the coast on the Atlantic side, on the east side of the state. Uh, and they're going to get uh, they'll get some wind, and they're going to get uh, well, they will be getting uh, a lot of rain. Definitely going to do that. And oh, yeah. it looked like at the the last time I checked, it looked like it was going to skirt the coast up to about the Carolinas. So. Uh, Sometime the second week of September next week, uh, we should know uh, how it did up the rest of the coast. But uh, the United States is not through with Dorian yet. Oh no, There's, no, uh, not by a long shot. She's be hanging, at the rate at the rate Dorian is going, it's going to be around for uh, probably all of the week. But it, it is making that it, it is making that northwest turn that the prognosticator northeast. said that it would. No, it's going to turn northwest and then northeast. It's going to follow. Oh, yeah, it's going to follow the turns into the. Well, north. It's north northwest. If it follows the coastline of Florida, once it gets up towards Jacksonville, then it follows the coastline up towards the Carolinas and and uh, and, and yeah. goes out towards the east. But yes, uh, Hurricane Dorian, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, and so here in Southwest Florida, we are counting our blessings. We really are. Absolutely. You know, I've, uh, I've lived down in Florida. I lived through a couple of, uh, couple of fairly uh, mean hurricanes. Uh, nothing like you went through, but uh, I, I can tell, I can vouch for the power and the, the fear that those things can put in you when they hit. And uh, we are we're blessed that they uh, that it didn't uh, hit the state harder than it did. And of course, our uh, sympathies and prayers to all the people on the islands. We've got uh, we've got a couple of wonderful acts, and our our first act, uh, the first artist that we're going to have on here is something that I think you're going to find really really special, and. Uh, we're going to be talking with the young lady in just a moment. I can hear you and I'm not looking at you. I can see you without staring at you. I can feel you, we don't have to touch. I'm a differently abled man and I matter so much. And I matter so talk with the lady who wrote that song right now ladies and gentlemen welcome if you would please lisa satira brozek lisa come on in here and say hello to everyone why hi hi david how are you i'm doing well lisa understand that uh, you're a little bit uh, a little bit frazzled as i understand you just got out of work <laughs> and uh, we caught you it, it, it wasn't the most convenient time for you, and uh, we want to express our thanks to you for uh, for following through like a trooper and uh, joining us. And we're really glad you did because you have such a uh, a wonderful, you know, I, 
you have such a beautiful song that you created here and such a wonderful story to share. And I know you're uh, working with a group out of uh, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. called Band Together Pittsburgh, I believe. And uh, right, that's tell, correct. Us, mm-hmm. tell us your story. I, I've, I've heard this. And I, when I did, I said, she has to come on the show. We have to have her here because I know you're working uh, for autism and your son has autism and correct you got mm-hmm. you got the you just what a light lit up something hit you and you decided this was something you had to do tell us about it right um well my son christopher is 27 years old and um chris has autism and um he struggles a lot communicating he's not very verbal um he has trouble you know putting more than just a few words into a sentence and um, and, you know, he struggles with that every day. And uh, one particular day, he was having, you know, a bad day. And um, he kept trying to tell me something, and I just couldn't understand what he was saying, you know. And and it's very frustrating for him. And then I feel bad. And, you know, usually I'll say, can you write it down or, or spell the word you're trying to say? And I, I just felt so bad for him. And I thought, gosh, you know, if he really could tell me you know, how he feels, sure. what he say. And, um, and honestly, I just sat down and I just started to write. And um, before I knew it, I, I, you know, I had this song, I guess, well, just, you know, a bunch of lyrics written down. And normally right, I do usually write, yeah, and I usually write poems. I always do that kind of stuff. Anyways, I love to write. But um, it just came right out of me. And then I looked at it and I thought, oh, wow, you know, this could be something special. <laughs> so, um and I and thought it certainly is. Oh, thank you, thank you. It certainly but, is. Um, and I, there were some special moments that uh, that I picked up on your story. One of them was the well, it was more than a moment. It was actually a a period of time where uh, Christopher, you you were working with Christopher to see if he would be interested in music. Mm-hmm. And that's when he was a little younger. Um. This is, I mean, like when, because he, he's a drummer. Um, right. I understand he didn't when, start with the drums, though. No, we tried yeah. to force him, obviously, you know, uh, with the piano. And, right. um, and you that know, didn't that didn't fly. Well. Oh, no, no, no. He it was a waste of time, honestly. You know, he would go for his piano lessons, and instead of using his fingers, he was he would bang on the keys with his elbow and his whole arm, sure. and then he would put, then he'd put his ear down, and he would listen to all the tones. <laughs> And, um, and, you know, this went on for a few months, and I thought, oh, my goodness, this, you, know, this isn't, you know, it's a waste of money, really. So the next thing I know, the J.C. Penney catalog, you know, was coming in the mail. It was, you know, like fall, and, and he kept, mm-hmm. he was looking through it, and I said, oh, we should get a keyboard, you know, let's get a keyboard. No, no, no. He kept flipping the page, and he's pointing <laughs> to the drums, you know, drums, and I thought, oh, goodness. And yeah, that must over be really and over. <laughs> I know. I thought, oh, they're so loud. But, you know, his birthday's in December. So we thought, well, you know, that's what he really wants. We'll give it a try. So took him to the music store, and he sat down at some drums, and he just started playing. And, and we're like, okay, I guess we're getting him a set of drums. And got him the drums, and um, it was probably just a, not even a couple weeks later. Um, and he was probably like 12 years old at the time. And... And I'm upstairs, and I hear the CD of The Lost Lonely Boys going, you know, How Far Is Heaven, was one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. at the time. 
And I thought, wow, he's that really loud. It just sounds really loud, you know. I like the drum part. I went downstairs. He had the song, the CD playing on the, you know, the little stereo system down there. And, and he was playing right along to the drum parts. And I was just like, oh, my God, you know. Right then and there, yeah, I knew. Is, okay. Yeah. That is a miracle. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, Christopher plays the drums on the song. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And he actually, um, he basically came up with what you hear. We, there was no music for him to follow. Like he reads music. So it wasn't like there was sheet music for him to play these particular parts. Um, he just sat down and we said, do some drum fills and whatever you think will work, you know, and, and we played the song and well, my daughter sings on it. Caitlin sings on it. And he just, he started filling in these really cool drum fills and, um, David Granati, who was there producing it, was just completely blown away with him. He was like, mm-hmm. wow, that is just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. That yeah, is so he beautiful. basically, so he like kind of fills the music, you know, because he's not really able to express himself, but that's how he expresses himself through playing the drums. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's really, it's it really wonderful that you were, that you were able to, to come across this and find something that, that actually worked like this. I mean, obviously you tried with the piano and I'm sure you tried many other things over a course of time, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. to be, to be blessed to find the right one, the one that actually works uh, has to right. be a blessing for everyone, including Christopher. And uh, exactly. it's an amazing story. I understand if I'm, uh, if I've got my notes correct. Now I understand that John Vento, I guess, did on the, uh, was involved in the production in some way. Um, he basically, well, I've known John for many years and, um, him and, um, Ron Moondog Esser have the foundation band together, Pittsburgh, which is a nonprofit and raises money, Uh, you know, raises awareness for autism and funding for different programs. And, um, when he heard that the song, cause I, I sent it to him. Well, actually I'll back up my, a good friend of mine, Kelsey Roche is the one who put the melody to the lyrics for me. And after I heard what she did, it was just beautiful. I, I showed John, I said, you need to listen to this. And, and he said, oh, wow, if you, you know, really want to take it a step further, you need to take it to um, Maplewood Studios. And that's to David Granati and his brother, Hermie Granati, who, um, you know, David played the bass guitar and the electric char- guitar on mm-hmm. it. And uh, Hermie Granati played the keyboards. So... Um, so that's who John suggested. And then after we recorded the song and everything, like I said, my daughter is the one who sang on it. And of course, Chris played the drums. Then from there, he said, you know, band together would really like to be involved and, you know, do a music video. And mm-hmm. he said, would you like to help and, you know, raise money for band together and autism? And I said, absolutely. So from there, we, um, had Grind City uh, Studio do the music video, and her name was Kay Bay. So she did that, and it was just really, you know, a really amazing experience, and she was just wonderful with all the other young adults that have autism, and they were all part of the video, and so were their parents. So it was really yeah, we're, nice. We're familiar with John. We had him, uh, he guested on our show uh, back in January. It was our fourth show of the year, January 27th. He was a guest oh, really? On the okay. show, yes, and you know, mm-hmm. there was another connection there that we stumbled across in going through the notes and everything that went along with this. Uh, Ron Bidel 
from Wild Cherry? Oh, yes, 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 yeah. In fact, um, Band Together Pittsburgh holds a drum circle, and it's in memory of Ron Beidle, who also, I mean, back when he played with uh, the Needs Hotel Band, joined, he um, let Christopher sit in and play on his drums, and he even helped him a little bit. And, and Christopher loves to play, you know, um, Ron's song, play that funky music, White Boy. So that's right. Yeah, so that's, it's really special. Yeah, we're familiar mm-hmm. with that. Is uh, uh, that uh, that White Boy, that funky music, White Boy, has been a guest on the show uh, several times back uh, a couple of years ago. Well, back way back when we started, the first couple of years we were on, uh, he was yeah. on. I think. Uh, Every year there for the first two or three years, he wow. was a guest while he was still he was still in his music. So yeah, we're familiar mm-hmm. with that too. Now tell yeah. us a little bit about this uh, the, the group band together Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, well, what they do is they um, you know they provide um, different opportunities for kids and adults that have autism to showcase their talents. So uh, one of the things that they do is they hold a, a monthly autism open mic, and, um, and and John actually has a venue that he holds it at called Steamworks, and um, it holds maybe about 60 people, but it's nice because it has a stage, and he provides, you know, the drums and keyboards or whatever, and um, kids could come in, they sign up, they get an opportunity to go out on stage and perform in front of you know, their family, friends, other musicians. And um, and it's great because, you know, normally they may not have that opportunity to do that. And some of them, you know, they'll sing or who's playing an instrument or some of them tell uh, jokes or like little comedians or, or poetry, whatever. And it's sure. really wonderful to see them shine like that. Uh, and that's absolutely. really nice. John, John Bon Jovial is sitting there very patiently and quietly. I know you wanted to jump in here, John. Come on. Yeah, up. well, first of all, Lisa, you know, th- thank you for being on with us, and and sure. congratulations for being the good mother that you are. Um, I, I want to ask oh. you something. It's not really music-related, but okay. uh, David and, and myself, like so many other people, you know, we, we have kids. Uh, my son is 30, mm-hmm. my son's 34, my daughter is 30, and you know, I thank God every day that, you know, they're just so-called nor- normal kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you tell us what is it like through the eyes of the mom of an autistic child? What is it like to, to raise uh, an individual like that? Well, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's difficult. It's totally different because um, the norming raising your normal, quote, typical child, because my daughter, who is two years older than Chris, you know, um, typical, very talkative, and um, and it, it's just heart-wrenching when you, you know, you have this perfectly healthy child, you know, this baby is beautiful, healthy, and he's developing, hitting all his little milestones, you know, he's crawling, then he's walking, he started to talk, and Christopher started talking, um, probably like at 18 months, and then when he's about two, a little over two, he starts like not saying anything, starts to sit in the corner by himself and doesn't want to interact, doesn't want to give eye contact, you know, uh, to the point that we thought he couldn't hear. Um, he wouldn't even flinch if you would clap your hands and, you know, if, you're, if he had his back to you and you're clapping your hands. So it was, it was just very devastating. I'll never forget, um, we were living in Columbia, Missouri, and we took him to a specialist there 
And um, he was the geneticist. He ran all kinds of tests on Chris. They did brain scans, everything imaginable. And he said to me, there is nothing physically wrong with it. He's, he's you know, perfect. His brain, his, all his, you know, they measured his, all his, you know, they're measuring his eyes and um, checking out his fingerprints, everything. And he said, he's perfect. Um, and he said, when he said to me, but I do believe, you know, he has mild autism. And, you know, when you hear those words, I was just like, oh, I just bawled. I just broke down crying. And he said to me, he said, honestly, the best thing for your son is going to be his daughter, your daughter, Caitlin. He said he will learn more from her than he will from anybody else. And has, and, that, um, has that proven to be true? Oh, absolutely. I mean, oh, my God, That's he just loves her. And, um, yeah, she really would just, you know, like um, the protector. She took, you know, protected him during school and very sensitive to what anybody would say about him. But, and even all the years, you know, I mean, of course, our lives turned, you know, upside down. We had therapists in the home, like 30 to 40 hours a week, um, you know, besides me running him for you know, speech therapy, we've had them in everything, music therapy, equestrian therapy, um, and poor Caitlin, you know, um, she, you know, had to endure all that, and, and, um, but I, I really am so thankful for all the therapists, because they're like family to us to, till this day, they really included Caitlin, and they would take her places, and, and do things with her also, um, to have fun, you know, include her with Christopher, and, but yeah, it's 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 hard. And and what you think is though down the road, you know, when when I'm not around anymore and my husband, you know, who's gonna take care of my child, you know, my son? And that's the biggest concern you have and, and you hate to see I that put on your I daughter, you know. Completely. But, I have a uh, mm -hmm. I have a daughter who is uh, a, a special child and uh, she's not autistic but she is uh, she was developmentally disabled and uh, mm -hmm. she so I, I can relate to what you're saying there it is it's uh, right. it, it's heart-wrenching it's a challenge and you do you you live in fear of what they're going to have when you're no longer around for them when you're no longer She's, around right you were yeah mm -hmm. she is fortunate but she has three sisters and uh, after after several years of them each going their own way and starting their own lives and everything, they have finally all wound up together again, bless them. Oh. And so they have each other, and she will have the uh, the three of them and their families. So uh, she has a oh, uh, she yeah. has a support. She has system a big support group. Yeah, big support yes, group. So she that's does. that's wonderful. She's yeah, and and you know, and, and then you do look at other parents that have you know, children, like two, maybe with autism or, th or other issues. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think every day, oh, you know, we're truly yes. blessed with Christopher. Really, we are. And, um, cause he's such a wonderful, wonderful kid. So uh, sounds like Christopher is blessed with you too. Yeah. Thank you. He, no, he's good. He's, he's just amazing in so many ways, you know, but, um, yeah, uh, how, I'm just awed by him by a lot. Yeah, I think I, how can he oh, play I the music it. and how can he, I can't do that and his memory. It's just amazing how he can memorize. You should stop and think. You know, here mm -hmm. here is a child that obviously doesn't have some of the advantages that we have, but then right. on the other hand, he has this amazing talent that we could never have. It, exactly. It's just, 
mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. How can mm-hmm. people get involved now? You have this Band Together Pittsburgh Autism Organization that you're, when you have actually gotten together with on your uh, on your music or your song, how can mm-hmm. people get in touch? How can they support? Well, they can. Um, the song actually is available on iTunes and on Amazon Music. And um, if they go on there and purchase it, I think it's like a dollar, dollar thirty, twenty-nine or thirty, whatever it is, um, that will help support Band Together Pittsburgh and uh, autism awareness. And um, so they can always go on there and just yeah, download the song and and um, and that would be you know one way to help. And that is a, it's, yeah, that's a heck of a bargain. That price goes back. Isn't to, that? I remember what. <laughs> When I was a kid, long ago in a galaxy far away, uh, we paid, uh, I think we were paying 75, 85, 95 cents, and then it went up to a buck and a quarter. And of course, we mm-hmm. were appalled by the by the price <laughs> increase, but that goes back a long time when you could get a song for a buck and a, a buck and change. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a well, well-deserved it's, investment. Right. Right, right. It'll help a lot of kids. And then somebody else said to me, oh, it's a lot cheaper than a cup of coffee. I go, yes, it is. That's um, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good cause. And you're helping, you know, other kids that are able to, you know, to help with instruments and um, help provide other fun things for them. They also do, um, Band Together also holds a a DJ um, training for them, too. So they actually train the kids how to... um, work these DJ machines and and then they get calls maybe like say for a fundraiser or school functions or whatever and they'll go and uh, they will be the DJs for you so oh, wonderful we would love to yeah. hear from them if you uh, if you if you would when you talk with them sometime if you'd have them get in touch with us we'd like to uh, we'd like to hear from them and maybe hear more about what they're doing and the people they're working with you have such a such a beautiful story and I was just totally, totally blown away by the song that you wrote. And we're going to play the whole thing for our listeners right now. I want to take this opportunity to thank you so much for sharing your time and your story with us. And uh, wish the very best to you, Christopher, and the whole family. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was very nice talking with you. Our pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Satira Brozik who wrote this beautiful song in support of autism. The song is called A Differently Abled Man.
all different, no two are the same So get to know me, remember my name And just like me for who I am And be patient, try to understand That I can hear you and I'm not looking at you I can see you without staring at you Award. 
uh, as it turns oh, out, right. uh, yeah, there's a uh, well-known blues musician out there who was uh, born uh, 84 years ago on this day in 1934, 85 years ago. Freddie King, it's his birthday today. So, oh, my gosh. And, and then, uh, today is the date of this recording, which is September 3rd. And so we just want to wish Mr. King a very happy birthday. I have been a fan of his music for many, many years. I had the pleasure, oh, I want to say about 30 years ago, uh, 35 years ago to be exact, of seeing him in Reno playing with his other namesake, B.B. King. And that was just one hell of a performance. So yeah, oh, I bet it yeah, it was. That, 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 the house rocked that night. I got to tell you, but uh, that that was a, a good time. A large time was had by all. So, the David Bowers Awards this week goes out to Mr. Freddie King. Happy birthday, Mr. King! Many more to come for you. We hope and keep on playing the blues. Oh, happy birthday to you, brother. And right now, we have another gentleman from merry old England standing by who's going to come in here and talk to us about his group, his music, and his song called Free Time.
you are. Ian Garan is the gentleman's name, and he's coming right in here to say hello right now. Hello, Ian. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Doing quite well, thank you. How are things over there in England? Uh, I'm actually on this side of the pond right now because I came over for a dental treatment. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Which was well, actually so today. <laughs> well, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I did have a little anesthesia on me, like locally. And uh, oh. I did it really early because I wanted to be able to talk. But I'm I'm fine now, and everything is doing well. I wanted my, my teeth to be rock star white, so <laughs> that's the price <laughs> well. i got to pay. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're up with it and you're you aren't suffering any any side effects or ill effects after the fact there. But uh, uh, thank you so much for considering us and uh, and working us into your schedule. We're glad to have you here. Tell us a little bit about Ian Garen. Uh, thank you. First and foremost, thank you for having me. And well, it's a pleasure. And well, about me, well, about me, I've been doing music for since I can't remember, since the age of nine. And uh, it started to me, and I was just talking to the, the aunt that actually took me, took me to the studio for the very first time, and she told me to say her full name because she wanted to hear it. So she's going to hear this. Her name is Mitzi Bennett, and she, uh, she, she has nothing to do with Tony Bennett, but she, her last name is <laughs> Bennett, too. <laughs> and she, well, I understand she, there are a few Bennetts in the world that aren't related to him, so we can accept that. <laughs> Well, that would been that have been cool if she'd been re related to Mr. Bennett, but well, and she 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 was uh, she had me over at her house when I was really little, and and she didn't have any kids, so we were playing in a karaoke machine that she had, and I started singing, and she said, "Wow, you can really sing," and I was like, "Oh, thank you," but I thought like I, I was a nine-year-old kid, I didn't pay any attention to that, and so for my next birthday, she took me to a recording studio, and had me do a demo of like nine songs and melee pup records and stuff and that's how it was all really started for me but i didn't start writing songs till i was 14. i wrote a terrible song called how can i explain which i never recorded formally and then i started writing more music and more music and uh, it came to a point where i uh was uh there was a disease uh in mexico that like uh, an epidemic and everything was suspended so classes were suspended and uh and i met a friend of my sister who was in a band and he took me to the studio and i met my head producer and we made a couple of tracks and then i figured well you know i have to do this i really do have to do this because well, i'll put out the song and see how it works and it started working and that was around 2011 with bubblegum and and um and it, it did well and that's how it started. Then I released Mad Sexy, and then I crossed over to R&B and pop because it's what felt better. That's like mm -hmm. the summary of, the really quick summary of how it went. But there was a lot of experiences. And I was talking just now with my aunt and was telling her that she, she told me that Irreplaceable, the title track from the new album, uh, was a really good song and that she liked it a lot. And I remembered this fun fact that I'd, I'd written a song called Irreplaceable, uh, sorry, Fake Love, on, back in high school when I was like 16, 17, and it was a really terrible song, but the hook was good. And I was telling her, you know, this hook waited 10 years to be put in a song that was really worth it. 
but that's how Irreplaceable came about. So that's, you know, mainly who I am. I try to be myself. I try to be myself through song. I don't like the uh, cliche songs that, you know, that talk about things that are unimaginable or untangible or unachievable. I think everything is achievable, but there are certain things uh, in human relations that can't, you know, that, that should be talked as they are and not, you know, in a really romantic Hollywood uh, movie like sort of way. So I'm, uh, okay. this is me. I try to be very real about it. So that's like the summary of Ian Garen. Well, that's a, that's a pretty good summary right there. And I know that uh, Irreplaceable is the title of your latest album. And uh, I know also that Hype Magazine paid you a very high compliment because they said it's not only the title of your triumphant new album, but they said it also describes his irreplaceable velvet and passionate voice. And uh, that's, uh, that's pretty heady praise there. And it's, it's true, too. Your voice is amazing. I was listening to it when I first heard this track. And uh, I said that, uh, you know, that, that is a, it's a distinctive voice. You have your own sound. You're never, you're never going to be, uh, you're never going to be mixed up with any other singer because you, you definitely have your own sound there. And uh, let's see, you had it, you had a bunch of singles off your cry album. And uh, I know we've got another track we're going to be playing here after we talk with you for a few minutes feature in your life. Uh, do you have any, any of the tracks off the album that are currently out as a single? Uh, Free Time is out as a single. Uh, Roll the Dice was a bus single. Cry was uh, one of the lead singles because we had Free Time. We had Cry as a bus single, then Free Time. Uh, so, yeah, currently it's, it's Free Time that we're promoting, and we're thinking about featuring your life as the next single. So we're looking into the concept of the video and everything because we like to take our time. When I see the team people that help me, which is uh, my sister and her boyfriend, which are in film, so they help me with the videos, and we work together. We've worked together for a really long time. And uh, we're looking at Feature in Your Life as a new single, but we want to do uh, videos that hold up to the standards of the ones that we that we have already out. So it's uh, taking a little there. time, but I'd rather sure, have, well. you know, time in between than things that are not in the quality standard that I like. Because, you know, legacy is about that. The good things always—they're always worth the uh, the extra work. There, John Bon Jovial. I know you'd like to get in here. Come on in. What well, you got? Sure. Hey, Ian. You know, welcome aboard. We're glad you're here. Hey. Uh, the, uh, the, the song that we just listened to free time, uh, you know, as I tell all of our guests, uh, I never get to hear the music in advance because David always wants an honest to goodness uh, first impression. (laughs) And, uh, my first impression is I I like it. Uh, it, it, you know, there's, (laughs) and I never, I, you know, I, I haven't thought about this particular group in a long time, but that song kind of reminds me a little bit of what the band DeBarge used to do back in the late 80s. And, mm. uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's got a really nice, slick commercial sound to it, and I hope it does well for you. The production qualities are very good. Uh, really like it. Uh, I, I think you're going to do well with it. And if this is representative of what you've done so far, then uh, carry on, my friend. You, you, uh, you're on the right path. Well, I'll tell you, he's done pretty well so far, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, Ian, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, 
I, he's got a UK best R&B soul song of the year. He's had a UK number one song, Roll the Dice. Uh, he's also on a four-time award-winning UK uh, single, which was just released here in the United States. So uh, he's doing pretty well. Uh, how's how's your how's the reaction been from over here in the states? Uh, it's been awesome, and that information is correct. Yes, uh, and it's been awesome. People, I, I was really worried, and I've got to be honest about this. You know, when it first came out in the UK and in, in other parts of the world, like the Philippines and uh, Brazil, it did well. But I was really worried when it came to the states because there's such. Um, quality in the music of today and of forever you know that all the artists or most of the artists that are my top of the world are from the united states and people used to quality so they don't take they don't take you in just because because uh you know that someone sells you that it's quality you know maybe it's changed over the years but i was worried about that and um and i was worried about the reception because I was not only breaking um, a sonic bound or, you know, uh, as in song, I was break, I was also about to break a racial bound and uh, a nationality bound. And, you know, so I was worried about all that stuff. And That's the reception that it's gotten is really well. I've seen a lot of gospel singers and producers because uh, I put it out there a lot. And... Uh, and people writing me back and saying, you know, you've got the chops, you've got talent. Some people saying, you know, we're going to see this guy on TV. But, you know, these are the radio personalities and the TV personalities who, are, who know a lot about um, the music industry. And right. the, for me, the most important part, um, and not to the marriage, the other, is that the people, the real people, the real, the audience, your audience has embraced me. I tell you, as long as you keep putting out good music like this, you've got the talent, you've got the voice, and you are putting out quality music. As long as you keep doing that, you're going to go far. You're going to go far in this business. Ian, I want to thank you for coming over here, and I hope that you, uh, I hope maybe you'll come over to the States for more than just dental work, like maybe uh, tour around and we get to see you sometime. I, I would thank love you again. that. I would love we that. Love I want to thank, thank you, you for having me and thank your audience for be, for being so kind to me and my music. Oh, you're very welcome. Keep in touch with us now. You're part of our family now. As we tell everybody that's on the show, you are part of our family, so keep in touch. Let us know what's going on, and we'd love to hear new music from your tours, whatever you're doing. We'd like to hear about it. We'll help spread the word over here. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Garrett, also from his latest album, Irreplaceable. Here is Feature in Your Life.
genre crossing right there you got uh, you know some jazz you get some r&b a little funk and you got some hip-hop tossed in that's that's an interesting marriage of uh, of uh, styles and genres there yeah that's a, he, he did a nice mashup <laughs> he really did yeah it sounds great really uh, really glad we were able to have him on the show oh me too and uh we, well, wanna, we can get him back i'm again. glad that we have listeners out there sharing this with us we're so happy to be able to bring it to you we want to thank our guests lisa satira brozick and ian garen for presenting us with some great new music and we want you to go out check them out online and uh, check out the music uh, especially with ian now uh, lisa is only she she's not really an a music artist. She, you're not going to find a whole ton of her music online, but I think she has really come through with something special in Differently Abled Man. And also Ian and his music, distinctive style. I think he's going to, I think you're going to be hearing more from him in the real near future. In the meantime, I think you're going to be hearing from John Bon Jovial, who's going to take us home now. 
Yes, sir. Well, folks, you've done it again. You spent another perfectly good hour listening to the David Bowers Awards, and we are incredibly grateful that you have given us this time. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on the TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin, which is the uh, service that actually pays you to listen to podcasts. How about that? Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and be sure to like us on Facebook and also on Twitter. And uh, be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on the radio dial, Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the people that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am your truly the legend. John Bon Jovial, thanking you for being with us. Love your brothers, love your sisters, love your friends, and show love to your parents because they so deserve it. After all, they did raise you. And we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.